This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Welcome in, everybody. Glad to have you back here on the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. As always, brought to you by ABC Insurance Agencies. ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. The Saints back on the practice field here today. They're in this long stretch between the last off day and the trip off to New England. Good work done today, and they avoided the rain. Coach Payton was pleased about that. He said there will be some things that he's pleased about on the tape today and some things that will need some correction uh, a lot of red zone work again here uh, this morning in West Virginia. We've got a good show lined up for you. We're going to talk more about the Saints and their practice today with our own John DeShazer from NewOrleansSaints.com. He's our first guest here at the end of the week. But it's going to be competitive from a standpoint of you're going against somebody different. You see some fresh meat on the other side of the ball, and you want to show him up. And then we're going to lighten up a bit with the Mary Max himself, PGA Tour Hall of Famer and Greenbrier Pro Emeritus Lee Trevino, a special visit from him here on Friday's Black and Blue Report. Ooh, they're big too, boy. I went in there and I thought I thought I was tattooed from the from the move from the from the sitcom fantasy. I tell you, those guys, everybody, the belt buckle was at my eye level. Every one of them, they're big boys, big boys. So we hope that you'll enjoy, and we'll take a quick break and pick things up with John in just a moment. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead. Even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. Hi, it's Mark Romig. When I'm not announcing touchdown Saints, I'm listening to the Black and Blue Report. Lee Trevino still to come, but we welcome in John DeShazer now on the Black and Blue Report, fresh off the Friday practice field. It was pouring rain like three minutes ago, J.D. Now the sun's back out. The, the Saints did get their full workout in today, though. Yeah, got the full workout in. We got some New Orleans weather here, uh, a little bit misty, a little bit muggy, a little bit of this and that and the other, a little bit of rain and then a little bit of sunshine. But, yeah, you finished up all the work, and that's the main thing. What did you think of practice today? What stood out for you? Well, I thought it was a pretty competitive practice. Now, um, you know, they had the pads on. They had some live periods. And so I thought the guy who stood out uh, most to me today was Marcus Murphy. Uh, made some really nice runs. He's an extremely versatile back, and he's fighting for a roster spot on this team, as everybody is every 
every year, but he's fighting for a roster spot. I think it's going to come down to he and Traveris Cadet, and both of those guys are multidimensional. But Marcus is the faster of the two. We saw him hit a hole and take it down the sidelines today, and he's one of those guys who can help you. He can hit a home run at any time. Did Coach Payton say anything of note for you after practice today? Well, I think the main thing is, you know, we've seen the defense get some wins and everything, and, and you, we see him celebrating. And I think one of the things that stood out was he said, look, you know, you have to put it in perspective. When the when the one offense was out there, you know, it was 8-3 in their favor, and then, and then the backup defense came out, and they evened it up some, and then the, the next defense came out, and they evened it up some more. So it basically became an even even contest. But we heard Delvin Bro said, look, I don't think the, the defense won a single-team period drill against the offense last year. So that's an improvement. It also shows them improved depth for this team. So I think those are all good things when you talk about you know this team trying to move in the right direction. It's interesting when um, when we get into this stage of camp, you know the, you can see New England and practicing against another team on the horizon. You can look back now and start to lose track of days. This can't be an easy time for the players. No, I mean, you know, it gets to be a little bit of drudgery when you're going against one another every day and you're going through the routines. And even though, you know, the practice regimen changes up a little bit and you might do different drills, but still it's the same uniform, it's the same guys, you're seeing the same faces, and it gets to be a little bit monotonous. And I know they probably get a little testy with one another, especially when you get a chance to put on the pads and go after them a little bit because you want to be able to go after them full. But when you look on the horizon and you see another team, that gets the juices flowing because now you get a chance to show what you can do against somebody else to find out whether or not you've been doing it right and whether it works against everybody or just against your guys. Now, it won't be physical because we know these two teams have two coaches who they don't want to see anybody get hurt in practice. Last year, New England came here to the Greenbrier, and they got in some good work without anybody getting hurt, without anybody going down, without any fights. They're going to try to replicate that same thing in New England, but it's going to be competitive from a standpoint of you're going against somebody different. You see some fresh meat on the other side of the ball, and you want to show him up. Everywhere else in the world, it's Friday. <laughs> yet here it's just another day with yet another work day on Saturday and a work day on Sunday. If you were to kind of look at this weekend or these next two, what what will be important, I think, for this team? Well, they're supposed to be in pads uh, the next two days. I think it's important that they keep the practices crisp and fast moving. The players, uh, they're getting a good amount of recovery, but five days in a row, is, a, is taxing on the body. And you know, it doesn't matter whether you have contact or not, but they are having some contact. I think they might ramp it up a little bit before they go to New England. I don't know if that'll be tomorrow or Sunday. It wouldn't surprise me if it was tomorrow that they ramped it up a little bit and dialed back on Sunday and then traveled off day, so to speak, on Monday before they go into the drills with New England. But I think it's important that, you know, with all this rest and recovery they've been talking about, that the players have their legs under them and that they show Coach Payton, you know, okay, we're going to reward you for all that rest with some fresh and crisp practices. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next week. You too, my friend. Is it the weekend? You, you, you mentioned it. It's hard to tell. Everywhere else. <laughs> it's hard to tell it's Friday. <laughs> well, Lee Trevino might make it feel a little more like Friday. He's next. Stay with us. Take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans and have an amazing game night group experience that you can customize to meet your group's needs. Bring your family, friends, or coworkers, and we'll bring the fun. Make lasting memories while you sit back and enjoy the excitement of watching the world's best athletes and ask how you can be a part of the action on center court. For more information and to book your group night, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. 
We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. Well, sometimes the visit before the interview is better than the interview. I have a feeling that will not be the case as we have the privilege of sitting down with PGA Tour Hall of Famer and now uh, Greenbrier Pro Emeritus, Mr. Lee Trevino. Nice to meet you, sir. Next coach for the New Orleans Saints right here. You at 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 this point in your career, you ready to do that? Yeah, if they don't if they don't go to the Super Bowl this this year, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my application in because I was watching them practice last year, and they were just walking through those plays. Man, I want to see somebody get hit from the first day they get here. You know? <laughs> You're old school, are you? Woo, they're big too, boy. I went in there and I thought I, I thought I was tattooed. From the from the move from the from the sitcom fantasy, I tell you those guys. Everybody, the belt buckle was at my eye level. Every one of them, they're big boys, big boys. Don't worry, they make everybody look so small, Lee. I mean, yeah, no, they're. Uh, I, I was uh, I, I was I was pretty impressed. I uh, I thought they were going to do better uh, last year a little bit, but they're. Uh, you know, it it it, it takes it. It takes a, a lot of work, in other words, to win. I mean, you, you got to have running backs, you got to have a great offensive line, but you got to have great corners. And, and the, the secret is not to let the other team score, get the ball back. That's the whole deal, you know. If, that's why Bama, that's why Bama's right there every year. You know, they don't let too many people score. No, this is true. And then, as you and I were talking, because you're a big Cowboys fan, yeah. being from Texas, and um, that scoring thing's been kind of a a little bit of a sticking point, hasn't it? Well, in Dallas it has. I mean, I guess so. They keep talking about that we have the greatest. You know, I see these guys on television, these retired running backs and all these guys, and they keep talking about Dallas's offensive line. They have the greatest offensive line in football this year. Well, that doesn't mean anything. We can score 42 points and get beat 48 to 42. We don't have a defense. And in my opinion, see, it's like golf. If you can't drive the ball, you can't play. Everybody says the putter is the most important part of golf. Well, you can't putt unless you get to the green in time. You know, if you get to the green in six, what the hell? You might as well putt with your foot. You're not going to beat anybody. And it's the same thing in football. Football, in my opinion, is defense. Give the offense more opportunities and then let the offensive line just get some big guys and stand up. I mean, Drew Brees can pass that ball. So, uh, and, and let them go. But defense is everything. Cornerbacks, all that stuff, yeah. So when you're the head coach, practice will be a little different is what you're telling me. Practice will be different. I'll make them hit a little bit harder. I'll get me two great, three great running backs. Okay. Let me tell you something. If you don't have a running back, your linebackers play too far off the line. That one, now your tight end is going to get killed coming across the middle. So what you need to do is you've got to have some great running backs. The reason three years ago or two years ago that we won 13 games in Dallas is we had Murray. And the linebackers were scared to death of Murray. So they played up close. So Romo could throw it. And, 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 and we had a field day. We had a field day with, with beaten teams. Romo gets hurt. We get rid of, we get rid of Murray. We can't run the ball. So what happens? The linebackers play farther off the line. And so, so, so now, instead of, instead of having the corners and, and, and the defensive backs, you, you know, I mean, the linebackers are back there helping these guys. It's, 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 it's not rocket science, you know. Why were you messing around with golf for the last 60 years then? You know, there ain't too many Mexicans that's playing golf. I mean, come on, we're four foot eleven. I mean, we, 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 you kidding me? They'd use me for a football. These guys are six seven, weigh three eighty, four hundred pounds. 
I love it. I love it's my favorite. I can't wait for football to start. College, pro, anything. Yeah. I'm even watching Canadian football. Uh, uh, you know, um, what's that, that football they're playing inside the arena football? Arena football yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm even watching some of that now. Yeah, anything. The other day I watched a game. Bama was playing somebody on. Uh, they was two years old on the. On television, and I was betting on it. I mean, this game was two years old. <laughs> I love it. Why did you come to the Greenbrier, if I may change the subject? I'm thinking back now. You know, 2015, I think, is when you were named Golf Pro Emeritus here. What brought you yeah. back? Well, you know, Mr. Justice, I mean, you can't find a finer a finer owner in the world. He wanted to bring this thing back. He bought it in in, in 02, uh, 09. And put all the money back into it and brought it back up like the Green Buyer's supposed to be. It's America's resort. We'll celebrate this next 4th of July, 238 years it's been here. That's a long time. We have, we have the best staff you've ever seen in the world here. We have three golf courses uh, and uh, uh, public. And then, and then uh, we have the uh, sporting club, which is private, and we're building another one up on the ridge. But when Mr. Justice uh, wanted me to come here, I, I wasn't really looking for a job. I was, I was doing quite well. I, I've had a good career, and I was home. And uh, so I asked him what my duties would be, and he said, oh, you know, you just, you know, greet and meet and, 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 uh, and um, shake a few hands, take a few pictures, give a few lessons. You know, just enjoy yourself. So my wife told me to come and talk to him, so I came and talked to him, and and uh, my wife told me that evening after uh, after they left, after not John, not, not Mr. Justice, but but uh, the gentleman that he sent down, uh, he said, um, my wife says, you know, he said, you, you should go up there and see if, if you can do this. And I said, Claudia, I'm not looking for a job. She said, Lee, she said, what do you do all day? I said, I go to the golf course. She said, you play golf. Yeah. Uh, she said, you give a few lessons. I said, yeah. She says, you talk to people. Yeah. You tell stories. Yeah. She says, that's what Mr. Justice wants you to do at the Greenbrier, and he's willing to pay you for it. So I, I, but this is the greatest gig I've ever had. I mean, this, uh, I come here for two and a half, three months. Um, we, uh, we, we're, we're quite busy, in other words, with a lot of conventions when they come up here. We can't wait for you guys to come up here in July. Uh, it kind of cuts the cake a little bit, you know. We see somebody different. Mm-hmm. And uh, but we, we're devastated right now a little bit. Uh, we we had a terrible flood, knocked out uh, two of our golf courses. But they'll be ready for next year. The old white, which has been there, I think since 1912 or something, we're going to have it back in shape for the Greenbrier Classic next year, which will be the Fourth of July again. And uh, but we'll we'll survive it. But uh, I enjoy it here. I love it. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of work ahead. I mean, I. I I'm amazed. I was here in October with the basketball team, play the courses you're speaking of, and to walk out today here behind the clubhouse, it's it kind of takes your breath away a little bit, Lee, as to as to what that flood did to this facility. Well, you should have been up on this porch when this was happening. It was it was devastating to look at, uh, simply because we knew exactly uh, what was what was coming after that. I mean, they they were I mean refrigerators, uh, mowers, yeah, just everything, just going right down through. The academy and the water was high, and it was moving everything. It moved our bleachers. It, 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 we had some grandstands here getting ready for the tournament, and uh, the tournament was only a week away, and it tore those out. And the thing that it does is it brings all the stone and the rock out of the mountains, and it contaminates our, our soil, and we have to replace it, and that takes time. Mm-hmm. Luckily, uh, we found a gentleman up in Baltimore that's very familiar with this particular architect's work, 
and um, he's he's getting after it. And we'll, we'll we'll seed here probably in the next two and a half weeks. We'll be doing some seeding and and and, and get it back in shape. And then and then our our director of golf, Bert Bain, and and, and myself and and Kelly, our green superintendent, are kind of redoing the meadows and uh it's it's going to be revamped i'm going to do some new holes on it and stuff so sometimes you look at it um it's a sad thing that happened because we lost life and we lost quite a few but uh, it actually it might work out for us because we got a chance to put better grass in the golf course Uh, there are better strands of of grass that you can put in the fairways better strands of grass that you can put in the greens more heat tolerant uh, uh, not as much water uh, grows straight up instead of laying down, and we're going to put all these new grasses uh, in the golf course. So, when it does, when we do get it back a hundred percent, it'll be much better than it was. Yeah. When you played, you were the fun in golf for a lot of folks. Is golf still fun on the tour right now? Do they have that element that you brought for many decades? Well, it, it doesn't show the personalities that that I had, Fuzzy, Chichi. Uh, we didn't play for that much money. Uh, we had to make our money off the golf course, so we we had to have a personality and, uh, in other words, try to sign contracts with manufacturers and then you know do outings and what have you. Uh, today, uh, there's not too many. This this guy uh, Andrew Johnson is kind of litting it up a little bit. They call him Beef, and, uh, and he looks like he could eat something too. I mean, this bad this boy's big, and uh, but um, um, not too many now. They're praying for so much money out there. I mean, I remember winning the money title in 1980. And I won 157,000. You win the money title today, you win 11, 12 million. Uh, you win a golf tournament. Uh, I mean, Stinson uh, won the British Open uh, what two weeks ago or a week ago, and he won a million seven hundred thousand. Uh, ben Hogan, when he played golf, he won 200 and oh, probably, I think he won 248,000 career. Wow. You know, you can finish tenth now and, and make that. But but that's fine. That's fine. It's no different than the football players. Jesse Whittington was was a partner of mine in El Paso, Texas. He played for Green Bay in 1966. He got paid 15000 He was a cornerback. Uh, so uh, it's, a, it's a big difference in the money now. No, yeah. the entertainment business grows in exactly. demand. Exactly. You, no you, hard feelings. No. No hard feelings. Look, you mentioned Stenson winning the British Open. How about that finish? Is that the kind of golf that we're going to see, need to see more and more to, I guess, grow the sport's popularity again as a television event? Well, I, I, I don't know if that – that will happen or not. Stinson's a big boy. He, he, he's like Dustin Johnson. They're 6'4". They're athletes. They're big. Uh, they don't have to use uh, drivers. He can hit three woods down the fairway. Um, when he's hitting on all cylinders, it's very difficult to beat Stinson or Dustin Johnson because they hit the ball so far. See, you have to understand that Dustin Johnson, actually, the reason that he's playing better is he went from a hook to a fade. And I've always told you that you, 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 you can talk to a fade, but a hook won't listen. I'm going to tell you when you're playing. If you hook it, don't holler, get down. It's not, it's not going to keep going. But any time you see a guy going from a draw to a fade, Nicholas had a fade. I had a fade. Uh, J.B. Holmes has a fade. Uh, 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 Zach Johnson fades the ball. All faders uh, play pretty consistent because they, the ball doesn't move too much. Yeah. My, my fade's deaf. It doesn't listen at all. Your ball. Yeah. No, nah, that's yeah. okay. That's okay. That's not your business, though. No. See, that's not, what is your business, anyway? <laughs> Broadcasting and meeting people like you. Pretty good gig. You, you, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You took the easy route. <laughs> you can drink coffee and eat donuts all day and talk to people. That's great. <laughs>
You did it in the 1980s. You were up there in the booth. And I eat donuts and talk to people. <laughs> That's why I know that. <laughs> well, I drink beer. Me too. I used to drink a little beer. We have a lot of things in common, apparently. <laughs> Coach Trevino, it was a pleasure. Um, I guess we'll have a more important football visit next year when you head coach. I won't tell Defense. Coach Payton. Defense. Defense. Don't tell Payton that I'll make him a, the first assistant. <laughs> I probably need to get going now. Is that fair? <laughs> He'll probably hit me with a wedge when I play with him. <laughs> When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. We call it No Appointment Radio. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Well, we hope that you have a great weekend for sure. We'll be back on Monday. Daniel Salerson will be the host as the entire outfit is traveling off to Foxborough, Massachusetts. We'll pick up our coverage there on Tuesday. Thanks again to our guests today, John DeShazer and Lee Trevino. And our special thanks, as always, to ABC Insurance Agencies. ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Stay with NewOrleansSaints.com and your Saints mobile app throughout the weekend as the black and gold will be practicing on Saturday and Sunday before Monday's off day slash travel day. I'm Sean Kelly. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report. Tell me.